the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Back in 1976, a gentleman by the name of Harold Lenzel wrote a wonderful book called The Battle for the Bible. The, uh, the battle in major mainline Protestant denominations was raging. The battle in the Southern Baptist Convention was raging. And the very foundation of all of those battles, which, by the way, all of the mainline Protestant denominations lost, the Southern Baptist Convention won, but the foundational truth was the Bible. Can we believe every single word of the Bible? Did it come from God? Or did God just inspire some guys and then let them write whatever they wanted to write? Well, it's the original battle. And boy, is it being fought again today. Welcome to Bobberty Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me this afternoon. We talk about a lot of important things, but there is nothing more important than this. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. The ultimate battle on planet Earth has been and always will be, yea, hath God said. When Satan, now of course, if you don't believe in the full inspiration of Scripture, you don't believe the story even happened anyway. You think it's a fairy tale. I don't believe it happened exactly as the Bible describes it. God created Adam, then Eve, breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life. He became a living soul, put them in a perfect environment, and then the devil came. And we see the very first original attack from Satan on mankind on this earth. He did not dispute the existence of God. How dumb would that be? Adam and Eve talked with him in the cool of the day, the Bible says. It would have been absolutely foolish for Satan to come and say, you know, that uh, God really doesn't exist. Uh, he would have lost that battle very, very quickly. But what he did do, he questioned the authority of God's Word. Folks, please listen to me on this. He questioned the authority of God's Word. Did God really say what he meant and mean what he said? 
And then he added just a little bit. You will not surely die. He added one word. You will not surely die. And then he tempted Eve, and then Adam, interpret it for yourself. I don't think God really meant that if you ate of that fruit that you would really die. No, God just didn't want you to be like him. That was the original attack. And it is still the major attack in the world today. We talk all the time about biblical worldview. Well, a biblical worldview is based on, guess what? The Bible. And everything we see, everything we hear, everything we think is formulated by our worldview, which is determined by what do you think of Scripture? What do you think of the Bible? Do you really believe that every single word is from God, or just the general thoughts and so on and so forth? Well, that battle was at another height. That battle has been fought throughout history. Throughout the human race, that battle has been fought. Can you believe God? That's what the children of Israel wrestled with. Can we really believe God? Eh, we'll make up our own gods. How many times do you see that in the Old Testament? God's people departed from the clear words of God, the clear commands of God, and decided to do their own thing, and they suffer the consequences every time. And it was always about, can we believe God's word, what God said? That has always been the greatest battle, and it continues today. The devil has not changed his tactic at all because it still works. It still works. That's why when people ask me, Bob, how do I find a good church? If you're a regular listener, you know what my response immediately is. Ask the pastor or leaders of the church this question. Do you believe the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God? If they even hesitate on any one of those three, just thank them and say, I, th- I think I'll just move on. Because this is the ultimate issue. The ultimate issue is not style of worship. The ultimate issue is not, do you have a big youth department? The ultimate issue is not, if you have contemporary music or traditional music, do you have pews or chairs That's never. It's always, what is your stance? What is your belief on Scripture? Do you believe it is the inspired, infallible, and inerrant Word of God? Do you believe that God actually gave the writers of the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, the words to write? Uh, Did he use their personalities? Yeah. Peter's writing is distinctively different from Paul. The Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are distinctively different from Paul. And Peter, for that matter. The writings of Moses are distinctively different from Isaiah. 
their personalities come through, but God inspired them. And the battle for the Bible, if you look at back in the 70s when Harold Lindzell wrote The Battle for the Bible, the Southern Baptist Convention was coming out of that battle. Other denominations were right in the heat of it. And depending upon the conclusion in each of those battles, that has determined whether there has been blessings of God or the judgment of God. It is clear the judgment of God has been poured out on all of the mainline Protestant denominations. They no longer have God's blessings. They don't. And they're either dying or dead. And uh, what prompted this is an article that I came across this morning. The pastor of the largest United Methodist congregation in America has just come out with a new book. Largest United Methodist Congregation in America. The pastor has come out with a brand new book, and it's all about his take on Scripture. I want to share that with you because you need to know what's going on around us concerning the Bible. We'll get right into that when we return. Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. There are all kinds of battles that are being fought in churches. You know, there's still the worship wars. Conservative, traditional pews, you know. Uh, chairs, do we use smoke and lights? Uh, all kinds of things. Uh, the homosexuality debate. What is the stance of the church on same-sex unions and uh, all of those things? I I started to say they're meaningless. They're not meaningless, but they're minor. All of those things are minor. The one battle is the authority of Scripture. That is the battle, the authority of Scripture. And... uh, I I found this article this morning. Uh, The uh, pastor of the Church of the Resurrection, which is the largest United Methodist church in the country, uh, quote, more than 8,600 attend services each week. Uh, It's in Kansas. Uh, Quote, Uh, The Kansas congregation is considered by many to be America's most influential mainline Protestant church. The uh, pastor's book, Making Sense 
of the Bible. Rediscovering the power of Scripture today. Now, I don't know the guy, never met him, probably never will, but he's not exactly a conservative. Um, and as we've learned with in politics, if a liberal politician introduces legislation, he'll give it a name or she'll give it a name, and the actual intent of the legislation is exactly the opposite of the name. Well, it looks like that's the case with this book. Making Sense of the Bible, Rediscovering the Power of Scripture Today. You would think that this was a book on the authority of the Bible. Not really. Let me read you some quotes. It's a long interview from a religious news service. Um, Let me just read a few things to kind of give you the gist. Uh, The question, you believe the Bible is divinely inspired. Can you explain what you mean exactly? Here's the answer. The biblical authors were people like us. Christians do not hold, as Muslims do, that our holy book was dictated by God. The biblical authors wrote in particular times for particular audiences out of a particular context. Parts of rightly interpreting Scripture is reading it in light of what we can know about its historical and cultural context, the author's purposes in writing, and knowing something about the people they were writing to. There is some truth to that. Some. But it presupposes that it was not the Holy Spirit that actually wrote it. It was just these men. And it was not supernaturally written. Then he says this. In 2 Timothy 3.16, Paul writes, All Scripture is inspired by God. Christians often assume they know what that means. But Paul seems to have created the word inspired. It does not appear in the Greek language before this and is used nowhere else in the Bible. It literally means God breathed. But Paul doesn't go on to explain precisely what he means. It's a metaphor, and metaphors are not precise. Push them too far, and they break down. Excuse me, I'm not a Greek nor a Hebrew scholar. But I know this. Paul did not create out of thin air a word inspired. And he says it's not used anywhere else. Uh, Yeah, not in the Greek, but in the Hebrew. When God created Adam, it says he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. It's exactly the same concept. Paul didn't invent anything. He is using the same concept for God's word, as when God breathed into Adam the breath of life. Yeah, it literally means God breathed. Yes! Then he goes on. When I think of inspired, I think of God-influenced. This leaves open a variety of ways in which the biblical authors were influenced by God. Uh, did, Did you hear that? 
So the Bible that you hold in your hands when you're holding one does not come straight from God. It comes from a bunch of men who just, well, they were influenced by God. And then those men decided what they wanted to write in the light of the context of their culture, their surroundings, how they were feeling that day. Were they hungry when they wrote it, or did they have a full belly? Did they have pizza last night and have indigestion? (sighs) He says, my premise is that the Bible is the words of people who were influenced by God. Do you understand what this line of reasoning does to the authority of God's Word? Who was a real authority? The men who wrote it, not the God who inspired them. And it denies so many other portions of Scripture that speak about inspiration. And then he launches off into a diatribe about the uh, the violence of the Old Testament. And he basically says, God didn't do any of that stuff. God didn't kill anybody. God didn't cause anybody to die in the Old Testament. Why? <laughs> God would never do that. So in other words, he takes about, I don't know, 30, 40% of the entire Old Testament and says, ah, we can't believe any of that. God didn't do any of that stuff. Uh, I, I don't know whether I could say it gets any worse, but he continues. Hang tight. We need to discuss this just a little bit further. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 